the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. Don't worry. We're going to cover the local morons. They're about as sharp as Hamas. The Chicago Mafia Democrats, the New York Mafia Democrats, and the Democrats writ large. We'll get to Dementia Face, Robin Ware. We'll even get to the Oval Office tramp. They're all going to lecture us on how to fail and get used to it, the way Democrats always do, as they destroy everything they touch, whether they're municipalities or once great cities, unfortunately, once great countries. We're going to get to that. But it's crucially important you understand what is happening, the psychology of the mafia Democrats. They want to steal the money. They want to fund both sides of it and then profit because the reality is we have no real money. So all they can do is create this nonsense government spending so it imitates what our economy used to be. But it's really uh, upsetting to a guy like me to be lectured to by a butter-handed, half-assed gangster married to a big round woman who's a very successful lobbyist. Very successful. So when I hear little Dick Durbin lecture me on anything, it really fries me. An effort should be made to engage in conversation between the Israelis and the Palestinians. So what happened today was they figured out that, I mean, not like they're fooling anybody, Hamas was using ambulances to transfer their 7th century butchers around, their yard gnomes, all the tough guys who kill women and children. They were using ambulances. So luckily, the idea figured it out, and they blew all the ambulances up with the yard gnomes inside. But there's still more yard gnomes. And the upper echelon of yard gnomes, they don't live in the sewer. They live in Qatar, or they live in Iran, another theocracy that, yes, you could blame us for eventually, but we'll get to that. In the meantime, little Dick Durbin wants to have a conversation. This has gone on for decades. Uh, Whatever the rationale from the beginning, it has now reached an intolerable level. See, so he doesn't know what the rationale is. It's intolerable for his fat ass. That's who it's intolerable for. But what it, what, who it's really intolerable for are the victims of this insanity. So what exactly are we dealing with? Now, yesterday I told you about Kiefer. Nine-month-old little baby, still in captivity, with 32 other children under the age of 14. But there was something I saw that I, I, I really found upsetting. And it was in the beginning when they showed that young, beautiful girl who was being pulled out of the non-union-made Toyota. And she was paraded around as she was about to be God knows what by these filthy animals. Well, well, now we know her name. Her name is, uh, and forgive me, I'm not Jewish, so I'm probably butchering it. Her name is Nama, Nama Levy. And Nama Levy, ironically enough, was a girl who joined the version of the Peace Corps in Israel. She actually wanted to help these 
animals. This is the beginning when they're yelling, Aloha snack bar! Like they yell, and it still scares goats way off in the prairie. In the, meanie, in the meantime, they were yelling that as they were parading her around before they did God knows what to her. Here she is. I decided to join. Because I wanted to hear the other side. We live so close to each other, but we never actually get to talk to one another. You wanted to hear the other side, little dick. Portly, cellulite-infested little dick Durbin. She wanted to have the conversation. She wanted to get along. And now we don't know where she is or if she's alive, because that was four weeks ago, you moron. You absolute moron. You want to have a conversation? Here, let's have a conversation. They're in New York. This is just the week ago. In New York, there's a guy who walks around with a yarmulke. And he's a tough guy. And he wants to have conversations. So he walks into protests. Here's a Libyan 7th century yard gnome. Here he is. Let's have a conversation with this filthy animal. You come to my country two months ago, yeah? We catch Jews in my country, in Tripoli. They come there telling Libyans, you know, they're telling them, ah, this country belongs to Jews. You know what the Libyans done to them? They barbecued them, bro. They put... Look at the camera. They barbecued them, you know? Skewers, like a halal meat. Put some the marination and then put on a on a charcoal, bro. Barbecue. Huh? Season, of course. Some nanny bread. Nana, you know nana. He's talking about barbecuing him and eating him. You want to have a conversation? Hey, little Dick Durbin. You want to have a conversation? So what we have here, yeah. we have a brother in Speaker's Corner yeah. coming here and bragging about yeah. murdering Jews that came to Libya. Yes. And he's because proud. Because you murder and he's Palestinians happy. every day, yes. They're happy that they murdered yes. Jews. Yes. Pay attention. You, you, this is why we need a country. You need to be white. Now, we have tried to give you the perspective that for decades, for hundreds of years, they can't do anything, nothing. All they do is want to kill the other side. They don't build things. They don't have a business di district. They don't create things. There's no manufacturing. They have guts on ghoul. In fact, their entire day is what exactly? What exactly do these people do? What do they do? They don't work. Hamas controls everything. And that's why when that girl was paraded around, all of the people were cheering. Aloha snack bar. You heard them all. Did you hear them all? I heard them. So I think we're done talking. Hezbollah leader threatens escalation. You've been threatening. You know, they all threaten from Qatar. You know, this is the one thing. And here in America, same thing. All of these old men. These, it looks like the, the shooting of Cocoon 3. All of these 90-year-old men. They send our young boy. How come none of the leaders fight? See, I want to fight them. I'll fight you. I want to fight the leader of Hamas. I'll fight the leader of Hezbollah. I want to fight you. But we don't. you want to do swords? I, I prefer in a room with a sandwich, no weapons. Just me. And let's see how we do. See, but they don't want to do that. They want to kill innocent people. They want to kidnap the babies. So what exactly is the conversation about? And by the way, we got another problem on our hands. We got another problem on our hands. You see, it turns out we've got some weaknesses right here in this country. We've got some weaknesses, and it looks pretty intentional to me. It looks very intentional. As Hezbollah leader praises the Hamas attack. So now you've got them coming from all over the Middle East. See, you're talking Iran, Afghanistan. There is no Palestine, but for argument's sake, Palestine, Libya, 
Jordan, all kinds of problems going on. New tonight, a Jordanian national living in Houston is now accused of taking part in radicalized training to possibly commit an attack against religious groups. Well, the FBI director telling Congress about the disturbing allegations today. By the way, this is this is Houston local news. This wasn't on your news. This wasn't on CNN. This was nowhere. What about the conversation? You're going to have a conversation with this idiot? Hey, Fox 26's Matthew Seedorf has what we're learning right now. Not just homegrown violent extremists. FBI Director Chris Ray warning Congress of an increased risk of terror attacks in the United States, specifically mentioning a recent arrest agents made in Houston. We've already seen that with the individual we arrested last week in Houston who'd been studying how to build bombs and posted online about his support for killing Jews. Sources confirming the FBI Director was referring to 20-year-old Sohab Abuyash, a Jordanian... Sohab Bush, a 20. Where, where, where is he from? Jordan. Hmm. A national living in the Spring, Texas area, arrested about 10 days ago for unlawful possession of a firearm. According to court records, Abuyish has been in direct contact with others who share a radical mindset, has been conducting physical training, and has trained with weapons to possibly commit an attack. The charge. Boy, should we get gun laws? I think gun laws will stop this filthy animal. I don't think it stopped them in Palestine. Are there gun laws in Palestine? Yeah, you have to have one, and you have to point it at anybody who doesn't believe in your cowardly God crawled into a well waiting for you to kill enough people so he can come out. And in the meantime, if you die, you get 72 versions. You morons. You absolute morons. We're going to reason with this? There's no reasoning with this. Now I'm going to get lectured to by a beady-eyed traitor named Anthony Blinken. We've been clear that as Israel conducts his campaign to defeat Hamas... How it does so matters. It matters because it's the right and lawful thing to do. I'd love to be in a tavern, have some idiot at the bar start talking like this. Can you imagine? It matters. You would get ears slapped until you paid the check. It matters because... My check. Failure to do so plays into the hands of Hamas and other terror groups. And oh, I'm playing into their hands? Oh, I'm playing into their hands. See, this is all... They understand since the 7th century. That's it. They don't create anything. Do you think they understand, um, I don't know, how to offset a, a, a futures trade with an option? I don't think they do. Do you think they understand what the difference between a term limit insurance policy is and another policy? I don't think they do. You think they're interested? What's the coverage? Is there a lot of, is, is, are there Geico's? What's the, what's the car insurance percentage of Palestine? A lot of car insurance? I don't think so. We'll be no partners for peace if they're concerned. How about CVS? They got CVS's? Walgreens? How about a Walmart? They're a Walmart in Palestine? I don't think so. How do they dress? Because we give them the clothes. ...by humanitarian catastrophe and alienated by any perceived indifference to their plight. President Biden is concerned. Thank you. Come again. ...consistently stressed the need for Israel to operate according to international humanitarian law. I also emphasize that the protection of civilians must take place not just in Gaza, but also in the West Bank, where... Oh, boy. So what is our, what is our administration? What is Robin Ware, a.k.a. Joe Biden, a.k.a. Dimwood in diapers? And how about the Oval Office tramp? What are they going to tell us? and for the United States that we will continue to honor the importance of, of the Palestinian people and their right. What? The importance? What? what importance? I mean, what importance? After all, what, what's the importance? Is there something we're missing? Is there some commodity? Is there some uh, necessity? What exactly is the importance? See, this is the thing. They want you to believe there's importance. There's no importance.
No importance. People make the decision whether to be important or not. No importance. You know how, you, how I know? They, they know they're not important. They're willing to blow themselves up. They're willing to blow themselves up. Sacrifice themselves. So I didn't say they're not important. They do. To self-determination and dignity. Self-determination and dignity. I think we could all take a look at some of the actions that we've witnessed, not just in October 7th, because we've seen things like that again. Although, not really. Have we really seen things like that again? I... It's kind of tough. It's kind of tough to, to listen to. I saw in my own eyes a woman who was pregnant, four months pregnant. She was in a little village, a little kibbutz. They came into her house in front of her kids. They opened up her stomach. She was pregnant. They opened up her stomach, took out the baby and stabbed the little tiny baby in front of her and then shot her in front of her family. And then they killed the rest of the kids. These are not regular enemies. These are not regular situations. I saw little kids who are beheaded. We didn't know which head belongs to which kid. I was crying for five days straight. I couldn't get out. I couldn't stop crying. Seeing little children. Some of them had grandparents who were Holocaust survivors and they were murdered in a Holocaust in Israel in 2023. Little babies, little children, you couldn't even recognize if they were kids. They couldn't, we couldn't even recognize we saw a little baby in an oven. They put them in, these bastards put these babies in an oven and put on the oven. We found the kid a few hours later. Now we know where the tunnels are. We know where they are. It's time to show them how important they are. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Where's Robin Ware? Robin Ware to the front desk. We're in the middle of World War III. What do you want to do? Hey, stupid, you with the dementia face. What do you want to do? The United States is also working with the Inter-American Development Bank. What? Was that a word? Come on. Is it the dentures? Is it the dementia? What exactly is making you talk like you got kicked in the head by a horse an hour ago? Establish a fund for nature to seed more investment in nature-based climate solutions like debt for nature swaps and blue and green bonds. I supported a debt for Right here with your bond. Right here with your bonds. Nature swaps dating back to my time in the United States Senate. And this is a ripe area for considerable growth, in my view. Investors are eager to support projects that, that are with demonstrated potential. And by providing early stage funding, the technical assistance, we will help more promising climate solutions get off the ground than ever oh, before. Oh, good for you. you. Like, I can't figure out it's a scam. It's a scam in the same way Chicago paying 91000 to some LLC that nobody can figure out which butter-handed, half-ass, wannabe gangster owns it. Or couple. Nobody could figure it out. You guys are too smart for me. You're fooling me. Glenn in Orlando. Hey, Sean. So the resolution to condemn Hamas uh, last week, 10 Congress people voted no and six voted present. You mean the six are on the fence? They can't tell if cutting a baby out of a pregnant woman is good or bad. They, really, they can't whoa, tell whoa, that? Glenn, Glenn, that's me? called an abortion. 
That's what the Democrats believe in. It's a major pillar of their platform. They don't mind that stuff. That just They're mad that we didn't pay for it. We should be sending yeah. Hamas the money. After all, that's what they call an abortion, right? What's the big deal? Yeah, all right. You, you see, I this is the problem thing. when you don't when you don't articulate exactly who you're dealing with. You're not going to reason with people. They're not offended by the death of babies. They advocate for it. In this country, we kill 2,500 babies a day, and we don't even use the excuse of that seventh century bull dung where the, where the murderer gets the, the the 72 virgins. It's all it's all sickening, isn't it, Glenn? But that's it's what horrible. happens when you're unmoored from a principle. Next thing you know, you're a Democrat. Chuck and Dullivan. Aloha snack bar to you on a front of Friday Aloha night. snack bar. That will not keep a C-130 Hercules in the air, however. Geez, I, I was under the gun here. I, I just got done wiping my Durban. Hey, uh, I wanted to tell you, I went and bought a bull. Uh, one of those Toro bulls that oh. they go and bullfight. That's going to confuse the Hamas when they take us over. They're used to their goats. They can corral those and God knows what else. But they don't like the bulls. No, I think you're going to confuse them. No, I'm taking that bull downtown Chicago the next time they got a Palestinian uh, protest and turning them loose. Do me a favor. Before you do, could you put a yarmulke on them? I'd like to see a little sweet revenge. Thank you very much, Chuck and Dullivan. I appreciate the call. Rich in Indianapolis Park. Hey, Sean. How you doing tonight? Good. Was that a bull with a yarmulke? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was really aggravated when you played those clips, what that guy describing what uh, Hamas has done to, the, to that woman and her family. That'll make you jump other, on a plane with a knife in your mouth, uh, won't it? No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. But the one thing that gets me is they just pay, Congress just passed a bill to send $14 billion to help uh, Israel, right? And and what do we hear? That it's, it's dead on its way. This that, is uh, this is the beauty the of having Mike. And, uh, Trump I know what and, it uh, We all know Biden what it said. Gonna, we all know. Ridiculous. That's the beauty of having a man as the Speaker of the House, because he doesn't care. Because what he understands is Israel doesn't need us. They don't need our money. They don't need anything. In fact, the best thing we could do is get out of the way, because they know what has to be done. And all of the sympathizers and the Hamas caucus representatives here in this country, they don't mean squat. And I'll get to Hakeem Jeffries after Tony in Riverside. Hi, Sean. I wanted to tell you something, because you got me all riled up again. I've been hesitating to call, but I'm Tuesday the 9th, after that travesty, that horrific episode, um, I couldn't hear anymore after listening about the babies being beheaded and all. So I thought on my way to work, I'll just listen to music. It was two for Tuesday. It was a two for, for Tom Petty. At the end of American <laughs> Girl, the second song, all right. they did an audio over of those animals, monsters, screaming a la snack bar. Yeah. Thinking That's, that was There is funny. no other radio station but this one. You understand? You listen to this, and if you want to go to Pandora, okay. At least that way, you don't hear morons that barely got through school, and if they did, it was a con job anyway. Well, I did, that have no so idea what I they're talking call, about. Yeah, I did call the program director. And Let me tell you sadly, something. You want, you, you want to know, Tony, why I, why I am in the position I'm at? I used to think that mattered, like if you called your congressman, if you called the Senate, if you called radio stations and said, you know, you guys are a little... I used to think that mattered. What they are, and when I say they, I'm talking about mafia sympathizers calling themselves Democrats. They're pseudo-intellectual cowards who do not understand why they should question their own thought. That's why most of them can't make any money, by the way. Did you know that? 
Those people who think like that really can't make money because it's only somebody who thinks, what is the proper way to achieve success? How do I start? And am I wrong? It takes that ability to look at everything, to step back. That's how people make money. That's why Democrats are always talking about taking other people's money because they're bust outs. Their bust outs are the gangsters. And then they own the LLCs where the, where the state or the city gives them the massive contract. That's a different kind of gangster. Those are the predators. Well, I didn't, I didn't yeah. want you to think I was going to let it go because you know me better than that. But yeah, but the guy, here's, here's the best thing you could do to those. He called me back and it was pathetic and I called yeah. him out on it. Yeah, he's not. A, he, first of all, he's a coward. He's not a man. He was going to string you along on the phone call, tell you, okay, we're good. The best thing you could do for that is turn them off because they all don't well, make I money didn't. anyway. Thank you very much. And I don't listen to them normally. So. Don't ever listen to them again. Pandora and me. That's it. i got to start making notes. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right, I want to jump into the dimwit in diapers. Robin Ware, Kamala Harris, dumb and dumberer. Uh, and we'll do that in a little while. Let's clear up the lines. Jerry, Chicago. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call, buddy. Thanks for making maybe it. You, maybe you could explain to us why is it that whenever a Democrat is in the White House, their heads are so far up their ass when it comes to foreign policy that they always make our country and the world a more dangerous place. That's when the money gave us. Carter gave us the Ayatollah. Bill Clinton could have taken out Osama bin Laden numerous times, and he never did. Obama hated Israel so much that he openly worked with Iran to give them a nuclear weapon. And now we got this idiot. Yeah. Well, this is Obama part three. You know that. But there are, you know, you could go back. You could go back as far as you want to go back. You could go back. You know, I I think the biggest atrocities in this country in foreign policy started in Vietnam. Insanity. Absolute insanity. And, And the problem was there was no there were no repercussions. There were no consequences for that fraud and that thievery because it makes money, Jerry. Money and power. And it eliminates a lot of their, their, their political rivals. These are, do you think these guys who, who go to war, do you think that they're Democrat supporters? No, those are, those are our guys. The warriors, the soldiers that die and fight for this country. You think they're Democrats? They're not Democrats. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't. Not since the 60s. Yeah. That's the greatest part about the 60s. The 60s. And Vietnam is the greatest example. Those 58,000 guys were not Democrats. The Democrats... Well. The Democrats did what draft cards. The, the Democrats did what Joe Biden did and Donald Trump. They dodged the draft. Thank you very much. Appreciate the call. Uh, that's a tough pill to swallow, isn't it, Squirrel? But it's the truth. Here's another tough pill to swallow. Tanya and Terrell, as you mentioned, we're learning that the city has taken a big step forward in a controversial plan to build a migrant tent camp in Brighton Park. Mayor Brandon Johnson's office confirming to ABC7 that the city has signed a contract with the owners of a property near 38th and California. This lot is located in the 12th Ward. The Sun-Times reporting the lease is for more than $91,000 a month. Now, Squirrel, do you know... um the Chicago city of Chicago, it's an interesting real estate climate. They average about a 7% cap return on property. What that means is they make about 7% of the estimated value, and it's complex to a certain extent. But 
if you do just soft back of the envelope math, granted with no expenses, but empty lots don't have any expenses, Squirrel. It's a funny thing. They do have taxes, but something tells me if you look at the property taxes on this lot, it certainly isn't attached to a $16 million property. Because at 7% cap rate, a return of $1.1 million would mean that that property is valued at $16 million. I will bet you, Squirrel, $100 to a handshake that their property taxes are not based in $16 million. You want that? Something else will tell you. I bet you you could track it all the way back to one of those short-in-the-pants mafia members, either Mike Madigan's scumbag law firm or, or Ed Burke's. Oh, yeah. It's a vicious cycle of corruption and fraud, and that's why now is the best time, the best years for low-life scumbags throughout the country and the world, quite frankly, because we've got somebody who's going to pay the bills for them all. Working together to stabilize migrant populations, including making sure the communities that are welcoming migrants and refugees can afford, can afford to welcome them and afford to care for them. Now, here's the funny thing, Squirrel. By declaring yourself a sanctuary city and state, you, in essence, are nullifying the nation's immigration laws. You are declaring yourself a confederacy of the federal laws. Now, these low-life scumbags, from Brandon Johnson to the New York mayor, they turn around and they go bag and bag for money, right? The New York mayor's got a little bit of a problem, though. It looks like he may go to jail along with his upper echelon. You know why? He's a Democrat. And you know what they do, Squirrel? They steal. Mayor Eric Adams is promising to cooperate fully with a federal investigation into his campaign's fundraising. Briella Tomasetti, she's live outside Gracie Mansion with the latest. And Briella, the mayor, cutting his trip to D.C. short. Yeah, he did. He came here to be on the ground for the search that the FBI was doing at his top fundraiser's house. Deshani, good morning to you. Now, that warrant obtained by the New York Times is seeking evidence into whether the Adams campaign illegally received donations from Turkey and a Brooklyn-based construction company. Turkey and a Brooklyn-based construction company. What could they possibly have in common? I know. Here's the good thing, Squirrel. In New York... Incredible justice system. Oh, yeah, they got the Southern District. They got the the Manhattan District. Oh, they're they're all phenomenal attorneys. The problem, Squirrel, they're all Democrat low-life scumbags. We just concluded day 22 of our trial against Donald Trump, the Trump Organization, and other defendants. Today, we heard testimony from Donald Trump's sons and co-defendants, Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump. As a trustee of the Donald J. Trump Revocable Trust, Donald Trump Jr. often made financial and business decisions on behalf of his father. Her name is Letitia, and she's built like a Greyhound bus. I find that amusing. He testified that he signed multiple documents confirming the accuracy of Donald Trump's statements of financial condition and the Trump Organization's compliance with loan terms. But those documents were not accurate, and he knew it. In fact, just a week after he was confronted with the truth that his father's triplex was three times smaller than the statement of financial condition said it was. Well, little Dick Durbin's wife didn't sue him. It's clearly three times smaller. Donald Trump Jr. continued to lie. He certified to the family's accountants that all the information he sent them was accurate, including the value of the falsely enlarged triplex. So where's the crime? Where's the crime? So he said it was smaller, or he said it was bigger. The bank gave him the money. Did the bank not send an appraiser out? You mean the bank? Let me get this straight. 
The bank loaned them how much money? Did, did we talk about how much? And then how much money did the bank lose? Hey, Latitia, you with the Greyhound bus with a blouse on. What, what, what was the crime? Where was the default? What happened? Who brought charges? Latitia. Next, Eric Trump took the stand and insisted that he had never heard about his father's statements of financial condition before our investigation. He told Do you know when the fraud is, Squirrel? Do you know what the year is of this? 2013. How old is Eric? It's 10 years ago. How old was Eric then? And do you have any, any indication that he knew something? How do, you, how do you charge somebody with lying 10 years ago? And if we can do that, can we charge Barack Obama for calling Obamacare the Affordable Care Act? You know, the one that raised prices 400%. Can we do that? See, that's more of a crime. Latitia, but you're not too big on the details or you'd read the calorie count, wouldn't you, fatso? Plus, his job was just to pour concrete. But his emails tell a different story. On multiple... Emails? You mean like the 82,000 emails from Robin Ware, a.k.a. Joe Biden, where he's selling policy to the Chinese communists, the oligarchs in Ukraine, and the ones in the Middle East? You mean like that? Letitia! Boy, I bet you're hungry now, aren't you? You're hungry. Occasions over the years, Eric Trump worked on his father's statements of financial condition. And I got a new thing. I got a new thing. Eric Trump 2028. That's what I want to see now. Let's watch Letitia get even bigger. Mitchell in Des Plaines. Uh, Sean, I'll have you know that, that Latifia, she just ordered two pounds of basically pasta Please. and two large yeah. cheeses of pizza. The only person snack. that's happy to see Latifia is a restaurant that does not offer an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> Go ahead. That's right. Uh, the migrants are not exactly model citizens, Sean. Why they're not, you know, why they're out in the street, they're uh, not, they're actually going to Macy's and stealing clothes. So Brandon Johnson should congratulate himself that not only have they bring in their diseases, their disease states, their crime, they could say for the, you know, for the likelihood of manhood or humanity that, you know, stealing is okay as long as the taxpayers pay for it. You've got to replace the Democrats and keep the base strong somehow. 312-642-5600. Eduardo, you'll be first when I get back. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I don't know, Squirrel. I grew up in Melrose Park. We didn't see a lot of women with hot bellies. When did that become popular? Speaking of Dick Urban and Letitia James, Squirrel, have you heard from my attorney about the patent on the Tonka toilet? You know, when I see these women that have shoulders like Sergio Oliva and Michelle Obama in a strapless dress, I think of the Tonka Toilet Squirrel. It's just how my brain works. He was intimately involved in lying about the values of properties like Seven Springs and Briarcliff to make his father appear richer. Maybe that's why she's so mad, Squirrel. You know what I mean? You need a toilet that fits you. She could probably turn a regular one into a thimble. And he actually was. Next week, Donald Trump himself will take the stand. And while I am sure he will try to hide his wrongdoing... Behind- you ever see the, the, the Trump's toilet in the Trump Tower, Squirrel? Like Saddam Hussein's, it was gold. Phenomenal. Eduardo, Tampa Bay. Yeah, Sean, I'm having a good time watching this uh, top headline on Daily Mail. Uh, President Xi is going to be coming over to San Francisco for an epic summit with uh, President Biden. You mean, you mean his communist these- paymaster is coming to America? I know. And with all that, with that great economic numbers, he's going to go there and he's going to see these homeless people fighting. I'm looking at it right now. These drug addicts, they're like oh, it's fighting each other. Yeah, California. And it's a shame because it's the most gorgeous place in the world right up until the Democrats destroyed the quality of life. Now it looks like a Social Security office, the whole fracking state. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Oh, that was it? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we need to impeach him. 
This is time to give her him and. Uh, how, how, how do you? How do you? How did he even get there? I mean, this this fracking guy. We've got aliases, payments. Da, 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 da. Doesn't matter. The Democrats love that stuff. Look at how they're eating it up. What's going on with the money being stolen for the so-called illegal aliens? Look at what's going on here. Yeah. Well, we they got love that it, brother. You think Democrats care yep. about this? They love it. Honey, buddy, where's the here? Here, here you go. Here's another Democrat. New York Democrat lying roach who has a very bright future in the Democrat mafia. Why did you uh, plead guilty to knowingly pulling that fire alarm when you said that you didn't know it? Initially, you told all of us you didn't know there's a fire you know, alarm. I'm still talking about this, man. That's behind me. That's been adjudicated. We're done. Pay the fine. Move forward. In three months, it'll be dismissed. Could you... Who adjudicated it? Another Democrat lowlife lawyer like the two scumbags in Cook County on the Table of Wisdom LLC? Was it one of them? Or was it... One of Latitia's picks. Taunts, threats, name-calling. We will not be bullied out of uncovering the truth. Nobody wants to bully you. They just want to stay away from you. You destroy everything. Every neighbor, everything. You destroy it all. Democrats. You didn't. You weren't straight about what happened initially. I was very straight. I was straight from the very beginning. You said you didn't know, though. I was straight from the beginning. Someone yes. did invoke that today on the House floor, though. What's that? A, 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 that incident, the fact that you had Come on, been, man. You've actually pleaded guilty, and he is still just being charged. Yeah, whatever, man. That's all good. Any other questions about anything else? But, but can you- He's got to go and give Eric Adams advice. How to not look like a complete scumbag thieving rat, even though he does. The investigation doesn't guarantee that somebody will be charged, but it is a possibility. They're almost interchangeable, aren't they? Bowman, Eric Adams, Brandon Johnson. The only thing is, does New York have such a great scam? I mean, you're talking about $91,000 a month for an empty lot. How you doing? Who owns it? I don't know. It's an LLC. Where was the LLC created? Delaware. All a coincidence. George Naperville. Sean, what do you think about creating a sanctuary city cigar line? Well, it would have to taste like dung, like every other sanctuary city, right? I don't know how many people would be smoke a cigar to taste like dung, although there are a lot of Democrats out there. You make it for Democrats. Uh, how much time, Squirrel? Craig, I'm on Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Okay, you know you know how on the, um, uh, they're talking about putting money in their uh, phony uh, along with the Ukrainian money or with those Israel money? It's supposed to be for the border. Well, everybody knows it's so that they can process more quickly, and that's because the government's got a, a forklift, uh, basically a front loader with forks on it that they can lift it, they lift the fence up. On a, on a schedule, and they let hundreds of, of uh, migrants come underneath the fence every, like, whatever hour or two hours. I don't, I don't think they need to do that, brother. They just stop building the fence, number one, and they turn a blind eye, number two. You know who said that, Squirrel? Sammy the Bull Gravano. Did you ever see now? He's talking like it. He was always a squealer. But now he's talking. I tell you what, it's kind of funny to listen to him. They're allowing drugs to come into this country. There's no question about open borders. They're just allowing it. They know it's bad. They know it's happening. If you think I'm a badass, compared to them, I'm a boy scout. They allowed 100,000 of these lives to die. Maybe we couldn't have stopped them all. But I bet you if they would have put an effort in, we could have stopped 50,000, 60,000 of them to die. Sure. They don't give that's an ugly mafia. I was, I think, had a little bit of heart and soul, some rhythm. Here's a guy that killed 19 people. And you know what the saddest part is? This son of a gun is right. 
compared to the cartels that are sponsored by the Middle East, Hezbollah and Hamas and those yard gnomes and filthy animals. Sammy the Bull was, was truly the cream of the crop when it came to mafias compared to these savages. We dealt with other nationalities. We cared about certain people, certain times. Not everybody in the mafia, no. But some of us did. These people- and you know what Sammy the Bull is most disgusted at? He's disgusted that he isn't in on this Brighton Park swindle. 91 dimes, 91,000 dimes a month. 1.1 million a year. And I'll bet you, Squirrel, that their property value when they pay taxes, I'll bet you it's 2 million. You want to bet? Alderwoman Julia Ramirez telling us in a statement that the city did not inform me that a lease had been signed. I continue to be frustrated and disappointed. Oh, come on. You didn't know? Well, then you're on the outs. You know who else didn't know? Probably the mayor. He's nothing more than a step and fetch anyway. Just get out there with that $6,000 suit on and that point on your head and spread that nonsense. Go beg for more money. Why? Well, we got to pay the wise guys. In the administration's lack of transparency with my community. That confirmation coming hours after Mayor Brandon Johnson touched down at O'Hare after spending the day in D.C. fighting for federal help on the migrant crisis. So right now, again, this is, again, the resources that I'm requesting from the city of Chicago are not limited to the migrant crisis. That's just one component of it. Nah, you don't. You got the money. You just signed the lease for 91000 and you, and, and simultaneously you're begging? Uh, you're a Democrat. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. My next guest... Not only has been with me since the beginning, since I used to fill in, we would tap him. But he is as rare as the spotted owl. He's a Washington reporter who wants to actually report the truth. And he has principles. Very, very rare. He's a reporter for the Washington Times. He is Jeff Mordock. Jeff, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Sean. How are you doing today? Very, well, you know, this is really, we are devolving into uh, not just World War III, but we're devolving into a a group of people who are accepting insane evidence of corruption and malfeasance. I, I didn't think we were this low of character, but man, it's pretty low, isn't it? Uh, it's not. A, we're not in a great spot in this country, no. Now, were you tempted to call um, Joe Biden Robin Ware, as I will address him from now until the day he takes a dirt nap, or... Was it just me? Have you ever heard of, a, of finding aliases of presidents that have thousands and thousands of emails and there seems to be very little curiosity? There's, I'm surprised, honestly, at the lack of curiosity because there's clear an attempt to shield these from the American public, which in these emails, to have this many aliases and have it cover so many thousands of emails is is stunning. But you're right. I have You rarely see this on the news. You've seen this in a few spots. Uh, you don't see it in print. You have not seen it um, on the on um, network TV at all. 
Now, the funny way that these Democrats regain power, stay in power, and, and really it's perfected in neighborhoods like mine and uh, Chicago and the rest of it, is they tend to group people together. Oh, you guys are, you guys are Italian. You're gonna, you want the jobs. You're gonna vote this way. You guys are black. You're gonna vote this way. You're Puerto Ricans. You're gonna vote this way. But it's interesting to watch, um, the administration try to corral a base that they thought they had. After all, they thought they had all of the the uh, the Muslims, but the fact is they really don't because there's a difference between Muslims and Hamas supporters. So what are they doing? Are they scrambling the way it appears when I watch the news? They are scrambling at a level you can't believe. And it blows my mind because you just see it in little things. For example, at the White House briefing last week, somebody asked Jean-Pierre, um, a question about anti-Semitism. She immediately pivots and starts talking about Islamophobia, never gets into um, anti-Semitism, never addresses the issue. And then it was so bad, she had to backtrack the next day because of the criticism from Jewish groups. Uh, every time that they try to do something or something comes up about anti-Semitism, and if you look at the statistics, you know, um, Jewish Americans are 2.4 percent of the population. Sixty percent of the hate crimes are directed to that. And that's according to the FBI are directed towards them. And every chance they get, the White House keeps brushing that off and jumping on the anti-Islamophobia bandwagon. I have a good friend of mine who was born Muslim and he's, you know, like me when it comes to religion. But, you know, it's kind of a casual acquaintance with it. It's not something that rules his life. And we were talking the other day and he goes, you know, what's most offensive is the assumption that I would not be offended by this. And it was that afternoon that thousands of Muslims came out and they said, we don't support this in any level. This is an outrage. This is a repeated problem. We are not sympathizing with theocrats, terrorists, and barbarians who do this kind of, and live this way. You know, in America, people of all religions come here and they have an incredible quality of life. Why is it so many young people are too stupid to want to be individual? Well, I think it's I think it's what goes on at the college campuses. I mean, they're they're free learning. They're liberal professors. They're uh, they're away. They want to take a contrarian view, and it leads them down this path. But it's interesting because the White House back uh, how desperate they are not to offend anybody. It goes beyond uh, Muslim and Arab Americans. It goes to these college kids. Because the White House won't even, I mean, college kids chanting death to Israel, the White House refuses to even label them extremists. You know, Jeff, I, I, you and I have touched upon this. When you when you step back and you just look at everything, the way in which our, the principles of, of everything in this country uh, was built upon, everything that made us the youngest and the richest, and you see it all just devolving it it it, it, it kind of reminds me that humanity is still in its intellectual infancy i i honestly for the life of me don't know how anyone could look at this and somehow make an excuse or take the position of justification this to me is insane and um when you see so many groups of people so many self uh, uh described intellectuals do it if you can't agree on this you really can't agree on anything, in particular the nuances of Keynesianism or, or collectivism against freedom. You, you're, the reality is more and more Americans are adopting the philosophy of what I call the Fourth Reich. It just seems that way to me. Well, a couple of things. I mean, they're espousing a philosophy that I cannot believe is socially acceptable. But I don't know how much of that is 
groupthink versus I've gone and talked to, because the protesters are going up and down Pennsylvania Avenue in front of the White House. I've gone out and talked to them. And it's the, the, their belief is that what Israel's reporting, what people are saying, is propaganda, is not true. The, the, you know, I asked them, well, what about, is, what about Palestine, Palestinians, I'm sorry, excuse me, Hamas coming into Israel and yeah. slaughtering babies? They say that's not true. That didn't happen. So it's not so much even groupthink or taking a contrarian viewpoint. It's refusal to accept what's in front of them with obvious evidence. And I covered the history of it. This is not new. This is since the dawn of the discussion. This is since prior to, to, to Israel becoming its own state. This is since the 30s, the 20s. You go back in the 19th century. This is something that has been going on since the 7th century. And it's a fascinating thing to me because you know what I looked at in the history of this all? This is a, a, a very new religion, a very, very new religion in the grand scheme of things. In fact, it's 662 years after the death of Christ that this religion was even created. Yet, they have determined an enemy from day one. And do you think it's an ignorance to the actual history of the world that led us here? Because these kids don't know what they're doing. I would completely agree with that. Yes, it is a complete ignorance of the history. I don't, I don't know another way to put that. Um, they don't understand. And the situation is so nuanced that you hear from people with these blanket supports of, you know, uh, blanket anti-Israel statements. And it's a complicated situation. And they don't ever seem to want to acknowledge that or get into the weeds with that. I find myself in the same position I was early on in the Ukrainian conflict. And what that was is this. Prior to the, the, the Russia and Ukraine incidents, the Ukraine was embroiled in a civil war. They were killing Ukrainians because they didn't like their religion, whatever the case is. And I said, that, you know, at that point, why are we not advocating for those Ukrainians who are being slaughtered by their government? When we discuss this Palestine issue, if you were not part of Hamas, you were living as a slave. You were afraid to leave your... There are no property rights. There's no, there's no title companies in Palestine. You weren't able to buy a condo or go move on. You lived like a slave. And what we now have learned is all of the billions of dollars for all of these years weren't going to help their sewer systems, weren't going to help to build real infrastructure. They stole the money. They built 300 miles of tunnels under the surface, and they used it on weapons. And we have the links to, to cartels in Central and South America. They're involved in drug production and distribution. I mean, I don't understand if you can't bring the evidence that everybody has had for decades and say this, this, and this, and get a conversation going, what are you to do? I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't and what it is is you have people staring the facts in the face and refusing to 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 acknowledge it, if, refusing to you know denying truths that are you can go to YouTube and watch. You can see it even even on network news channels. It's not being as censored. And when they're denying it, they're refusing to accept it. They're insisting what they're seeing is lies and what they see is manipulated, which is what these protesters are telling me. I don't know how you come back from that. I don't know where you can go with that. I want to ask you about the climate in the White House reporting room, because it, it is appearing to me that KJP 
is becoming more bold in her misrepresentation in the fact that she doesn't want to take questions. There are reporters now almost weekly that are saying, why aren't you answering me? She storms off. It's really about her costume that she has on rather than informing the people. And then they have the fact of, I think the the vast majority of Americans, even some who would call themselves Democrats, are very aware that Joe Biden is suffering from a form of dementia or senility or something. And this is becoming uncomfortable at this stage of the game. How do you think they're going to manage for the next year? We are literally a year more of this. Well, to answer your first question about the press briefing room, one of the things is that she is ignoring more and more reporters and they are starting to act up. People are going months without questions and they're getting frustrated and it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's always the challenge because there are some reporters who speak up and shout and yell and then she uses that as an excuse not to call on that. Or you can ignore it and just not shout your question and be pushy about it and then she ignores you. You can't win in this environment if you're a reporter who doesn't get called on because you keep your mouth shut. She's just going to continue to ignore you. You push back and act up in the briefing. That's now her justification for not calling on you. You cannot win. And that is a problem. But it's, it goes deeper than that. One of the things I don't think that people realize is we did not have this under Jen Psaki, who I certainly had issues with. But the number of guests we have at the White House briefing. We had uh, a week ago, we had John Kirby come and talk to us. We had um, the director of his economic office come and talk to us in the in the same briefing. That's two guests in a briefing. And I said to a colleague of mine, is she giving a briefing or is she hosting The Tonight Show? What's with all of these guests? <laughs> and what it is, the guests are there to keep her from talking. Since the uh, Israel-Hamas wars begun, John Kirby comes, gives us 45 minutes. The briefing lasts about an hour. John Kirby will give us... 50 minutes. She comes out for the last 10, calls on the same people that he called on. They can ask their domestic questions. And we go, I timed it. On average, she talks to us now since the Israel war started and John Kirby handles most of the briefing. She talks to us an average of seven minutes. That is your press secretary talking to reporters for an average of seven minutes and Maybe hiding behind John Kirby. She must be waiting for NBC to cut her a contract or something, because that's <laughs> obviously that's obviously the goal. And then the other part is she's obviously doing this because the actions of this particular president are really indefensible. And the silver lining that I see is ultimately you guys and, and, and the vast majority of guys who thought they were on the inside are going to get aggravated, and they're going to start to trace back the open and notorious bribery that represents Joe Biden's presidency. We now know, thanks to a few uh, Republicans, he has some significant checks that are deposited directly in his account. And now we have a $240,000 one from the Middle East. I mean, maybe this might be the silver lining. I wonder, is there any talk of this? Um, Not as much. I mean, I think people are keeping their head down trying to put this all together. Uh, There's a lot of moving parts on this. Um, I, I, I... We'll see where this goes. I mean, I I can tell you I know people are tracking this down. People are looking into this. It's just a matter of time to see where this goes right now. In the real world, people are very apprehensive about another attack on this country. They're very apprehensive about the problem in the border. We have been for since the beginning. We knew what the plan was. I'm wondering, are reporters in Washington, D.C. starting to pick up on the fact that the American people feel very unsafe and not secured by their government, which is their primary obligation to the people? Yes, because I'm seeing more questions about the southern border than I ever have. I've seen more questions in the briefing about the southern border um, in the last month 
than I have um, probably for the entire summer, probably going back to January. I think pick up on it. I think people are starting to pick up that that is an easy way for terrorists to get into this country. I I I do see it. I I do think people are starting to question that. I'll tell you, you you you've been with me since the beginning, and I've been calling it the Fourth Reich since the beginning. So when that starts to get used, will you at least say there was a guy in, on radio, a, a big mouth real estate broker who does a talk, afternoon talk show that called it that years ago? Will you at least defend me? I I will absolutely do that. Yes. He is Jeff Mordock of the Washington Times. Thank you for always making yourself available, and thank you for being one of the rare reporters who I believe always wants to report the truth with integrity. Thank you for that. Thank you, Sean. Really appreciate it. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Sea Squirrel is called bundling. You got to bundle. Why do you have to bundle? So you could tie in your corruption. You got to bundle the bills. We bundle the bills. That's the new thing. You know, there was a time when people would be shocked by things like omnibus bills. That was uh, it was fairly new. But then again, there used to be bills that were not hundreds of billions and trillions and blah, 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 blah. but that all uh, went away when the Democrats came in and they figured they would use a thing called bipartisanship and compromise. Our objective from the very beginning was to back President Biden, who made clear that he would veto the irresponsible bill put forward by House Republicans. We made it clear that that veto would be sustained, not just marginally, but decisively, if it ever made it back to the House, which it will not. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. $400 million. And not one Democrat has one question. Not one. Why? Because they steal more. Jim, Elk Grove Village, will you go to court for me? Yeah, I'd like <laughs> I'd like to uh, comment on the Biden invasion. All right, you know this is Obama's plan all along. You know, all we're hearing is, "What are we? Where are we going to put them? And how are we going to pay for this?" And they're changing the electorate. That's what it's all about. It's always been about that. Nobody's talking about that. If they flip Texas. Party's over for Republicans. uh, Maybe, maybe, Jim, but I don't think they're going to flip Texas. Texas just passed the law. It's very interesting. You'll like it a lot. But I think yours is, first of all, I, I, I used to agree with it. I think it's more diabolical now. You see, when you realize that you have a traitor in office, a traitor, an asset of the Chinese Communist Party, an asset. They, they, you're not going to give this kid $1.5 billion con. You're not going to pay the kind of money unless you want more than policy. What do you want? You want the destruction of the American empire. Why do you think he's on the payroll with an alias? Did you ever think you'd have a president? We know the Robin Ware, among others. Others. Uh, Robert Peterson or Peters, whatever the case is. Uh, ironically, that just makes Kamala want to puff. However... What you have is a problem because he is tied to direct payments. He's a, he's a traitor. So now you open the border and you get who in? Thank you very much for the call, Jim, and I will contact you about going to court for me. 
Customs and Border Protection apprehended more than 24,000 Chinese citizens entering the United States from the southern border in the 2023 fiscal year, which... That seems to be a lot. Now, what do you think they're coming here for? What are you coming here for? Chinese Communist Party wants to spread its ideology. How are you going to spread it? You're not going to spread it by voting for the Democrats. We all know what they are. They're a mafia. I think it's more diabolical than, than, than voting. Ended at the end of September. Those familiar with the Chinese migrants say they are coming from all walks of life, just trying to escape the oppressive communist government. But some experts fear they might be spies coming into the country amid tensions with China. Homeland Security has insisted it uses biometric and biographical information to identify potential terrorists or criminals, and anyone who's deemed a national security threat is not allowed into the country. But that has so far done little to assuage the national security experts who have pointed to the Chinese government ramping up its intelligence efforts over the past few months. The figure from the 2023 fiscal year represents more than a 7,000% increase when just 323 Chinese nationals entered into the U.S. from the southern border. 7,000% increase. Why? Because they have their Manchurian candidate, their traitor, in a very important position called the White House. That's why. I mean, this is, you know, what are we playing, patty cake? He's an asset. That's all it is. He's bribed. We've got him to the Middle East. All of a sudden, he gives the Taliban Afghanistan. Oh, it's just, what are you going to do? It's just the dimwit in diapers. I mean, after all, he's always been stupid. Now he's just stupid with a very important position, and we'll pretend it's normal. Working together to stabilize migrant populations, including making sure the communities that are welcoming migrants and refugees can afford, can afford to welcome them and afford to care for them. Now, Democrats, they don't understand. So you're going to give people who nullified our law, calling themselves... Sanctuary cities nullifying immigration law. You're now going to pay them for being stupid, for being a confederacy? Yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do. And what's the plausible deniability? Well, I clearly have dementia. I think Prime Minister Trudeau and President... And I think Prime Minister Trudeau and President Lachey are also... Uh, uh, and I also think President Chavez uh, for... I want to thank... Whoa, 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 whoa. There is no President Chavez. You're talking about rubles, rubles? You're talking about the guy from Costa Rica? His name isn't Chavez. What the hell is wrong with you? And for committing to establish a new regional center of excellence in Costa Rica. Is anybody worried? He's talking about uh, Hugo Chavez, who died more than a decade ago. Anybody? Greg LaGrange. Hey, how are you doing, Sean? Good. How are you, brother? I got a question for you. On the break, I thought I heard a clip about... Senator Cornyn trying to introduce a bill into the Senate to have DHS announce the numbers of how many people are coming over the border and <laughs> how the statistics are broken up. Wait, I mean, they're not the half of the House that finances the government, if I can remember Schoolhouse Rock correctly. You do remember but Why are we passing a? Why are we passing a law for a department in our government to get them to tell the truth? Is, is that, am I well, wrong? First of all, Did I hear that wrong? If you remember from Schoolhouse Rock, it doesn't mean anything unless the dimwit in diapers, Robin Ware, also known as Joe Biden, signs it. So all of this is busy work. All of this is nothing. So it doesn't, it's just, these are campaign issues. 
Now, Kornick is like, I, I tried to pass a law. Right, right, right. They know full well what they're doing. What they do have the power to do is audit the bureaucracy, which is what you're saying. See, but they're, they're not playing to me and you and the people listening to this radio station. They're playing to the morphodites, the morons, the Democrats, and the establishment you know, Republicans who think, who think that it's different when they're a Republican. You know, it's good every once in a while. I kind of wake up out of my stupor and out of my nightmare and, and hear something, and I wake up and I'm like, this is, this is just nuts. I actually did hear it right. These guys are just nothing but pandering to the lowest common denominator, thinking that they'll get them to believe that they're doing something for our good, and they're not doing much for our good, if anything. No, that's exactly correct. I appreciate the call. I'm sorry about the reality, but it's better to be in the reality. Don't discount that. It's better to know that you only have you and a small group of Americans, the same ones that make the world go around. It's always only been a third of us. See, even that third, whether they consider themselves, okay, I may have voted Republican in the past because, after all, there's only two options, or you do what I did, and more than often you write not good enough. And the reason I feel so vindicated today is OMG uh, O'Keefe released a video that I didn't see a lot of people talking about why. Because it shows you the Republicans are just as scummy as the Democrats. Did you donate 8,000 times? Even if it worked for you, why is that an issue? Well, it doesn't seem possible that you donated that many times. You're right, you're right. It doesn't, so that's actually disturbing. We're investigative reporters. We're just trying to figure out there's some fraud happening. This is your name on the FEC website. I can't imagine that I did that. That, That's, like, impossible. That's impossible? It's impossible. My name is James O'Keefe. Have you heard of that before? Yes, I have. You've heard of James O'Keefe? Yes. (laughs) James O'Keefe. Come in? Yeah, I'd come in, yeah. There's this data that we looked at from this man in Wisconsin who compiled all the FEC data, and your name in New Jersey was the top one. You remember our Act Blue story from March about tons of mysterious cash being funneled into Democratic campaigns by unwitting donors? Well, we just learned that the Republican counterpart to Act Blue, Win Red, is apparently in on it too. Data we obtained from the Federal Election Commission seems to suggest that countless unwitting campaign donors are giving huge amounts of money to various candidates, but they're doing it in thousands of small transactions spread throughout the year. But what exactly are they hiding? We decided to pay a visit to the most active political donor in the state of New Jersey, according to Federal Election Commission data, to try to figure out what's going on. This retired education administrator told me she gives a few bucks here and there to win red a couple of times a month. There's this data that we looked at from this man in Wisconsin who compiled all the FEC data, and your name in New Jersey was the top one. Listen to this. The FEC says Alexandra Gina gave $75,000 last year, donating a total of 10,355 times. They say in 2021 she gave 61000 to candidates in 5,700 separate donations. So far this year, the FEC says Gina has given $16,798 in 2,486 separate donations. What? Where's that uh, Mitt Romney's niece? What's her name with the burlap underpants? Rona? Rona! Where are you? See, I was appalled when the Democrats got caught doing this six months ago. So the Republicans' answer is what? To do it too? You crooked rat bastards. Duopoly of corruption. Scott on the west side. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Sean, uh... The, the immigrant problem is, is it's Obama. He, we, we, Obama, 
Obama believes that the United States doesn't deserve to be the number one nation in the world, and and so he's decided to knock us down a few pegs by importing all these third world country people here. The only one, because he's the smartest man in the world, who deserves to be rich, and is him. This is why, Scott, I have very simple rules, and you've heard them over and over again because you've listened a long time. Never trust a man who has a manly-looking wife. Never, whether it's Bruce Rauner or Barack Obama. Lee and Hammond. Hey, Sean. Hey, you, you know, Catholic Charities is one of the biggest NGOs that facilitated bringing all these people into the well, state. Th- oh, whoa, whoa, brother. I've been on this for decades. Catholic Charities is an underground syndicate, an underground railroad for not just pedophiles. They make me sick to my stomach and always did. I don't call myself a Catholic. I'm baptized Catholic. I spotted these con artist frauds decades ago when I was a kid. And the old priest used to look at my buddy Ivan like he was Farrah Fawcett. Go ahead. Yeah, but anyway, you know, the, the the Catholic Church, every Christmas, they love telling that story about Jesus and Mary, no room at the end. They had to sleep in a manger. Yeah. But the, cat, the Archdiocese in Chicago has got scores of empty churches all over the city. Oh, those are my yeah, favorite kind of padres. They got, they, got, they got no problem with letting yeah. people sleep in tents out in the cold. Well, why don't they bring them to Astor Street? <laughs> Lee, why don't they bring them to Astor Street where they live? Well, yeah, it's okay with yeah. me. Yeah, you're on Astor Street like a billionaire, like Playboy on. Mansion. You never fooled me, you morons. And that's why Melrose Park, we didn't have one. We didn't have a pedophile. You know why? The Melrose Parkers weren't going to wait for you to move them around. Oh, no. Be dragging them behind the car like a can after a wedding. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show, on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Squirrel, how many religions have I got mad at me today? How many? What do you think? We had three? Let's go over it. We got the 7th century yard gnome frauds worshiping that coward god that crawled in their well. I got uh, Mitt Romney's magic underpants, Jesus on the next planet. They're mad. Now we got the Catholics. But my favorite of them all. Still going to be the Aloha snack bar. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. How many yard gnomes? See, I'm really concerned about the livestock squirrel. How many goats you think? Oh, it's got to be a tremendous amount. Also known as their girlfriends. Linda! Hey, Sean, my bacon is really burning over this $91,000 oh. a month. I see what you did. I was talking about I was talking about the 7th century barbarians and your bacon. I see you, Linda. I see you. All right, go ahead. Anyway, I, I have a few questions. Number one, does this ninety-one grand a month, is that fully ready to go? Is it fully renovated? <laughs> um, it, does it include water and sewer and electricity? Um, how many people is it housing? I, 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 my head is ready to explode, Sean. Ninety-one thousand a month for vacant land that may be a waste. Uh, have a waste issue with the ground. They didn't do any of the, of the of the series tests on the soil, because the so, the, the, so now here's the other thing. We don't know what they pay, we don't know what they paid for it. We don't know what the taxes value it. What what are the what's the price that the city? The county valued the taxes on that they pay taxes. As everybody's taxes went through the roof, I want to know what they pay. Because judging by the 91000 a month and the average cap rate in Chicago of 7%, that values the property at $16 million. 
So are they being assessed at sixteen million? Yeah. This is disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. I, I, I just I just got my Crook County tax bill. My head is ready to explode. Let me tell you. You know what they're hoping, Linda? They're hoping that nobody can figure out what the value of the property should be if it's bringing in income of $1.1 million a year. Do you know how many people could figure out that cap rate in this city, in the county? Maybe 5%. Maybe. So what they know is the people who are going to be aggravated, they don't know how aggravated they should be. Because I'll bet you $100 to nothing that this property is not valued over $2.5 million. Not a question in my mind. In the meantime, so you got the fix on the taxes. You got the fix because you're in the butter-handed pansy mafia. You get the cushy deal for vacant dirt that was worth nothing because it was tainted. You didn't have a phase one. You didn't have a phase three. Did they have a phase three? Did they publish it? You're going to move immigrants on there or anybody for that matter. And you don't know if the soil is 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 chemically corrupted? That's outrageous. Do you know how hard that property would be for an honest person to sell? Think about that. It would be next to impossible. You and then, then, they, then the moron has a, a, the audacity to go to Washington and ask for more of my tax dollars. At yeah. first I thought it was like $55 million, and then I heard $5 billion. $5, Five billion. billion. I mean, like, it, it's... I, and you know what, Linda? That's one thing you're aggravated, right? Because you, you and, I, and you should be. And all, everybody should be who's honest and lives in that gangster neighborhood. But you know who really pays that? Are the people who never voted for Democrats. That's the that's the corrosive cancer of socialism, Marxism, welfare. They all come out on the end. They're the virtuous scumbags. They're Chicago Democrats. We'll be back. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so good. You could count on your hands how many times I say nice things about Democrats. Normally it's John F. Kennedy era. But I have to tell you, I think the key is that after this kind of open and notorious corruption and failure, people will stop identifying themselves by a party. And they were so worried about losing and putting this question before the voters that they were willing to bend every rule in the book to get out of here as quickly as possible. Now we're going to help them because it's not bending anymore. It's breaking. How are you, Ray Lopez? Alderman? Sean, how are you? Aggravated, Ray. You know why? I'm one of those few Americans that can value real estate. And when you sign a crooked deal that pays vacant land, that doesn't have a phase one or a phase three, so we know what the land really is and if it's safe, and you pay 91000 a month, and you look at Chicago commercial cap rates of an average of 7%, that values that piece of real estate at $16 million. So what I want to know is, are they paying taxes on $6 million, $16 million? piece of real estate and who are they i'm sure nobody bothered to ask those questions i'm sure the people in this administration don't even know what phase one or phase three is and i'm pretty sure they're not trying to find out what's in the in the dirt or 10 feet below it on the new migrant encampment site that they lied to the people of brighton park about 
the neighborhood I live in, by the way. Yeah, I know. They had a community meeting yesterday at six o'clock at five at six o'clock in the evening, still telling residents there's nothing confirmed. We're not moving forward. We want to hear what your thoughts are. We're going to test the environment, and then halfway into that meeting, it breaks that the mayor signed a contract a week ago with these with this owner to use that to house not fifteen hundred but two thousand migrants in the Brighton Park neighborhood. It's right. shameful and disgusting and illegal what's going on in this city with these migrants right now. You know, Ray, it was a while ago when I was a kid, and I learned about the kind of money that the city pays to settle lawsuits. It's a staggering sum. There's an entire department dedicated towards just settling lawsuits, people that get hurt or whatever, and the city's liable. I am telling you right now, without these answers of contamination in the soil, without these proper things done... The city, ironically, is opening themselves up to be sued by the very migrants, illegal aliens, whatever you, I, you know how I call them, for in perpetuity. This is the kind of thing that you see on the news with the, the Marine Corps, with the Camp Lejeune. This yep. is the same issue. These people should not be on that land. We don't know if it's safe. The reason is we also don't know the history of the land, do we? Do you know the history of this land? I'm ignorant to it. But tell me the history of it, what you know. What was it? Why is it vacant? And when did it last transact as far as titleship, who ownership? Who owns it? You know, it was purchased fairly recently by these new owners who are trying to repurpose it for this migrant encampment. We do know at some point in the last 75 to 100 years, it was a railroad dumping site. So you have all of the <laughs> chemically treated railroad ties under there. On, covered by the zinc carcinogens on top of that, covered on top of a recycled glass plant right next door with all of the glass fiber and dust next door, and then the asphalt on top. And let me just say this, Sean, not just the people who we want to put there are going to sue us, but the indigenous natural Chicagoans who have been born and raised in that area who are now breathing the dust from all of the truck traffic with the city of Chicago moving debris back and forth, trying to settle that property to get ready for this, are having to breathe in all of that dust particulate as these trucks are driving through their neighborhoods again, kicking up everything over there. Who's going to take care of the people in the immediate vicinity already living next to this site as all of these carcinogens are being kicked into the atmosphere because no one ever had the foresight to just say, you can't dig on contaminated site. The law says you either remediate completely or you cement cap it, and we are doing neither. And in Ray, this is, this is, gonna, this is going to be many. a debacle. This is going to be a debacle that will enrich the very scum. Because this is the game, Ray. It's been like this for 100 years. It's a land scam. Why do you think all of, you, all of the notable gangsters uh, that pose themselves as politicians all have firms that deal in land? The, uh, the Table of Wisdom LLC, Tony Resco. I mean, the list goes on. It's always about stealing the land money and manipulating the sales from the tax auctions to this this is open and notorious i can't believe this isn't being talked about this is outrageous Ninety-one thousand dollars a month you've got how many vacant schools how many vacant buildings how many other options and all in the dark of night sign the contract go to washington get the billions of dollars at a certain point ray people have to stand up and say i've had enough of this this to me should be the straw that breaks the camel's back this is clearly open and notorious corruption. I see it no other way. Just for what you and I have talked about in five minutes, 
These I, don't, I haven't heard any of this on the news. The phase one and the phase three, did you know you can't list a property without that? You can't list it. Yep. So I want to know how it transacted. Is there one done? And do you know they're only good for 16 months? So this is, this is something fact, I find interesting. And the fact that the mayor, who prides himself on environmental justice, specifically excluded his environmental justice department and forbade them from in, doing any kind of environmental study or survey on this property tells you just how committed they are to environmental issues. They're not. It's a smokescreen. And all of this is just to do the, the next big money grab as all of the COVID dollars are drying up, disappearing, or being recalled back to Washington. Now they're trying to get not $1.4, but $5 billion to assist with migrants and, I quote, other related issues. Just we had for basically a backdoor bailout for the city's failure at this point. Five weeks or five days, excuse me, after Marie Pappas dressed in a Liberace costume, let the people know that they're paying their tax increases not based on the the rising equity in their property. They're paying their property taxes based on the cost of corruption in one form or another. So now we're unmoored from ad valorem, and you know what I'm sick of, Ray. I'm sick of the decades where we all knew what this was, where you had to know a guy to know a guy to get your property taxes lowered, where Trump hired, hired Ed Burke and got the special deal, leave the wall up, pay, to, pay the Jimmy Rigg taxes. I'm sick of it all. It's right in everyone's face. I'm shocked that people are taking this. And now after last night, what an embarrassment. You flick the lights like you're at Grand Illusions. Time to go, dummies. Get out of here. And you hear the excuses of the one guy that said, I got, a, I got potholes to fill. I mean, when's enough enough? It's all a sham. It's all a performance. And I think right now, any elected official in Chicago who thinks that their voters are going to forget what is going on, as the migrants continue to build up and cluster on corners and take over public spaces, are going to be in for a very rude awakening come 2027 during the next municipal election. No voter is going to forget what they allowed to happen by refusing to give people the right to decide whether or not Chicago remains a sanctuary city. Well, I think what it is is an open admission that if if you are a constituent, you're really a slave. And your representation that you want to send to fight for you, they're also slaves. Because I've never seen anything like this. And and, and when you're thinking about the year 2023, where you have TV cameras, you have news media, this is something you wouldn't have seen in 1823, where you just tell everybody, the deal is done, get out of the room. I mean, that's some real wise guy stuff, isn't it? You know, it's amazing with as connected as we are and with as available Everything is in your fingertips. Just how completely disconnected people have become to reality. That they think they could cherry pick the truth, despite what's right in front of their own eyes. And there are some people who become so conditioned to accept narrative over fact that they are willing to overlook the nonsense of yesterday's city council meeting, the nonsense of Washington, and the nonsense of billions being sucked away from taxpayers to be funneled off to Venezuela and Colombia, that (laughs) they are happy to live in that universe. You know, you see protests the last three years, you protest for everything. Everything's a protest, right? And then you see the mayhem. I'm wondering, is there a protest? I know the people are upset. I see it. But is there an organized protest? Are people talking about saying, look, we're just not going to move. 
and you do one of the, you pretend you're part of the UAW and you got some short in the pants Irish guy leading the crew and you shut down the streets. Is that talk about, talked about? I think we're starting to see the beginnings of that now. I think, I know there are rallies being organized against uh, the city council because of what happened yesterday, because people want to be able to vote on sanctuary state status here. And I think people are tired of the fact that they are seeing firsthand and in real time just how undemocratic our government really is. That representation is a figment of our imagination because the people who are there aren't listening or trying to even pretend they represent their constituents anymore. They're representing an agenda, their political well, narrative, which they cling to for dear life. And in my opinion, Ray, they're banking on the people of the 15th Ward being uh, useful idiots and being too stupid to fight back. That's what they're banking on. That's what they're saying without saying it. They're saying, you people in the 15th, it doesn't matter what the rules are, what the law is. You don't know what a phase one is. You don't know what contempt. You don't know the liability you've, you've opened yourself up for. And not only that, you don't even know why, we, why you pay property taxes for those of you that do. It's a true insult like I've never seen. And I, I, I think the people of the 15th Ward should be massively insulted is that are you being conveyed that are they conveying to you that they are in fact insulted at the way in which they're not just taken for granted they're run over well my residents are the ones in the 15th ward they understand that uh we are standing against those leaders who would try to think of them in those terms and they see it very clearly that in other districts other wards that their leadership is treating them exactly in that fashion and they understand that it takes a strong leader to reject that, which is why they keep electing me. And I will tell you that when individuals were remapped out, they felt the pain immediately because they know that they don't have leaders, they have puppets. And they are very thankful and keep pushing and are the inspiration for why we can do what we do for the city of Chicago. Because now, is this, is this in your district? I know they gerrymander everything. Is this still in your district? I know that they can draw a, an arbitrary line and put it in some other friendly alderman's district. Where is this part of your district? No, this is in my neighboring 12th oh. same, com same community I live in, oh. Okay, but right next to us. But everything that you said is exactly how they're viewing the residents in that ward yeah. because that alderman endorsed the mayor was friendly to the administration, oh. and the mayor took her as a sap who would be unwilling to stand up to her and say no, because they knew if they tried that crap with me, I would have been screaming till my voice disappeared to put a stop to it, so whereas that was, isn't the case next door to us. But the long and the short of it is he was right. She is a sap. She'll stop and fetch, and she'll go along to get along, and she won't educate the people who are going to be harmed by this. The reality is it's still it's amazing because it's in your neighborhood. Brighton Park is part of your ward, correct? Yep. I mean, the imaginary line only separates us by five blocks. So five blocks away. So what that means, too. This is at 38th Street. Yep. Well, all Chicagoans, even if you're in Lincoln Park, you're going to be liable for the eventual lawsuits because it's not going to take long for some slip-and-fall attorney to figure out, you know, these illegal immigrants were put at risk, and therefore we're going to have to sue them, and a settlement will be staggering. 2,000 people times 2.5 million a person. That can get up there. Absolutely, and it will, because somebody will take full advantage of the situation that we have willingly created, and this is just the first of many. Yeah. This tent will hold 2,000 and by the time the Democratic National Convention arrives, we will have at least fifty to 60,000 migrant asylum seekers in this city. 
Is there a lawyer talking about suing to stop this? I'm shocked. You know, we got a city full of lawyers. I mean, it's amazing. There's a lawyer you can't put, you can't help. At least when I was down there, you couldn't you couldn't go to Starbucks without bumping into six. There's not one lawyer that wants to stop this. I believe that Frank Avila Jr. has already filed lawsuits on the south side, and I believe he may also be filing a lawsuit against the Bryant Park location as well, stating that a tent does not qualify as shelter in accordance with the Federal Housing Act. What about the schools? How many vacant schools are there that you're paying to heat? I mean, wouldn't this be solved kind of kind of conveniently when you have all these empty schools and you may even have high schools which have showers? It'd be far more hospitable to put people in a building, wouldn't it? It would, but there therein lies the rub, right, Sean? That if you put it in a, a vacant public building and upgrade it, house them, and then turn it over to the community, nobody can make money off that. Ray, People can I help are making you? money off this hand over fist right now. One hundred and ninety-five dollars yeah. an hour to be a janitor. Yes, you yeah. and I are in the wrong business. <laughs> Ray, you know maybe I could help you. You 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 could say, listen, let's all just take a breather. Let the same butter-handed, half-assed gangster wise guys who own it let them set up phony LLCs, and we'll put them all into the rehab business, and they can uh, retrofit the schools to house the migrants. And these half-assed wannabe gangsters can get their cut. Do you think you can speak in the own language of the old neighborhood? You know, I don't think even that would matter at this point. Yeah, the getting's too good, kid. Five billion, and that's you're the talk, tip of the you're iceberg. Billions, yeah. You're talking billions, and the problem's only begun. Ah, Ray. At least we're we're old enough to remember when they were just stealing millions. Look at us. In the meantime, I don't know how you do it, kid. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how many showers you have to take to get clean after one of these meetings. But I do know you're one of the few people who still call themselves a Democrat that don't make me throw up in my mouth. So for that. I appreciate you. I wish you the best of luck fighting. And I think these are very important issues to bring up because I want you to tell the constituents of your ward and the 12th ward that should they have owned this, not a one of them could have even put it up for sale without these simple tests and these simple questions being answered. Not a one of them. Only if you got a guy who's got a guy could you get away with this. Absolutely right. All right, brother. I wish you the best of luck, really. Stay strong. Keep your head up. Don, have a great one. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. They're hoping everybody's dumb enough to vote Democrat. And they're hoping the Democrats, they take them all for granted. You cannot list a property of this size with this history without a, at least a phase one, let alone a phase two or three. So we had a caller ask and said, yeah, you're talking about real estate. What is that? It's called an ESA. It's an environmental site assessment. And when you're selling property that has been used in commercial ways, no matter really what it is at a certain level, you have to test the soil. Now, phase one is kind of a surface test. I think they go down like 10 feet, if that, maybe five feet. Phase two is 30 feet. And a phase three is 30 to 50 feet, in some cases even more, depending on what the property's history was. And here's an interesting thing, Squirrel. 50 years they go back. So if there was a gas station there you had no idea about, and instead of removing the tank and testing the soil, they just poured cement on it like a lot of wise guys do. Why are you doing? 
you're still liable. 50 years they go back. See, that's how honest business is done. Honest transaction. But if you got a short in the pants mafia guy, how you doing? You steal the property. And it goes, probably was auctioned. I'd love to see the history on this particular property. I don't know. I haven't investigated it. But then it's all orchestrated and manipulated. It goes to like uh, inside deals, like at the Table of Wisdom LLC, headed up by Ed Burke. See, in Chicago, that's the game. Why do you think all of the developers all kick, I mean, uh, what do they call it? What's the legal term, term for bribery squirrel? Campaign contribute. Ooh, and then they throw the, the, the big campaign offense. Tony Resco was great at this, especially for both Barack Obama and I believe that slimy rat Rod Blagojevich, who if he wouldn't have married uh, uh, Sweet Polly Purebred, Dick Mel's daughter, you would never know that moron's name. He'd be working karaoke in some Lake Tahoe slap joint. That's what he'd be doing, the scumbag that he is. But Tony Resco used to throw the big campaign trip, and that greasy slime ball took one on the chin. I think he went away. But while he was in prison, what'd the kid do? Looks just like him. No chin, greasy looking. Yeah, he's a land baron too. See, this is the quiet little way to make hundreds of millions, maybe even billions. Think about this. If you're not paying taxes on $16 million, what were you paying taxes on? Because if you take the Chicago honest commercial real estate that hovers around 7%, which ironically right now isn't bad, and you take in and you backdoor $1.1 million into a 7% cap rate, that puts that property worth $16 million. Squirrel, what do you want to bet they didn't pay over $2 million? You want to bet, 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 bet? You'd be smart not to take that. Cream Puff Jim, you know how that scam works, kissing all that Democrat ass. You've been all around these scams. Anyway, 20, about 20, many moves ago, there's a contractor who built bomb shelters in California, where else? Anyway, he was saying that, well, they go from about 100 grand, about 2 million, depending if you want it all decked out in the back of your house and so on and so forth. So the interviewer the says, have you got one? He said, what do you think, I'm nuts? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway. and you know where that $2 million in California is? You try to put a shovel in the ground, you're going to have to pay somebody fifty grand. <laughs> Thank you, Cream Puff. See, sometimes, sometimes Cream Puff and the knowledge and that, uh, that taste for kissing that Democrat derriere, sometimes it pays off. Even he can spot the scam. The question is, can you? Because the mafia party in Chicago, they're hoping nobody else can. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Death to America and butter sauce. Don't boil me. I'm still alive. Iraq Lobster. Yard gnomes and an untold amount of goats, all dead. In the meantime, I want to show you how Illinois and the Democrat mafia can misuse regulations when it comes to something as trivial as air quality. And they got their how you doing, guys, at OSHA. 2012, Jeannie Ives was challenging the uh, seven-foot-of-stupid fraud Republican Bruce Rauner. There was a small gun store in Elmwood Park called Illinois 
Gunworks. It was owned by a wonderful man named Don Mastrioni, who was who became a friend of mine. He was an absolute gem of a guy. Had been in business for a long time. Small little gun store. You could go in the back and shoot. After he started to advertise, on back then I believe it was Bruce and Dan, and then he followed Dan over here. He started to advertise. He kind of started to get a little knock on the door. He got a little problem. In particular, when he allowed Jeannie Ives to bring a bunch of her girlfriends and, uh, and uh, supporters of the radio station over for a, kind of a fundraiser, but not really. It was more of a meet and greet. It was in Elmwood Park. It was called Illinois Gunworks. And shortly thereafter, um, OSHA of Illinois, the Department of Labor, OSHA cites Illinois Gunworks for exposing workers to an undue amount of lead. Well, I knew Don. And I knew exactly what had happened. A bunch of guidos walked in there, worked for the state. They held up a little meter and said, that's it. You're guilty of 28 violations. Now you can pay these and you can get out from under it knowing that Don was a small business guy. You know what they wanted to fine him for 12 violations in a little cigar store or a little, uh, 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 that must be like Karnak. I'm telling my own future. A little gun store in uh, Elmwood Park, $111,000. Now I had the benefit of knowing Don. You know what? You think that's an arbitrary number, $111,000? That was just over what he had access to. And they knew all that. And they didn't like him because of his political votes. A total of 27 serious violations, including 13, for violating the lead standard by holding a machine up in air. Now, they didn't do a phase one, but they're going to allow these this land, which has a history of being a dumping ground for the railroad, they're going to allow this to go in there with $91,000 a month paid for by taxpayers without testing the air or anything. You see the difference? That's what you're all saying the word in your head because you've been trained like Pavlov's dog. That's cloud, huh? No, that's mafia. That's what it's like to live in a Democrat hellhole, a phony banana republic with a kangaroo court system and a bunch of butter-handed, fat-ass, wannabe wise guys. Pretending to be gangsters, like Ed Burke used to do on Rush Street, with a pocket full of Viagra and three dollars whores. It's a shame, but that's how you know, unfortunately, you're in Chicago. Right now, there's a number that's been floated about, a little bit over a billion dollars. I've said repeatedly that the west side and the south sides of Chicago need um, significant investment. With a billion ain't enough! Oh no! A billion? That just gets this Brioni suit! On the bust out that couldn't pay his water bill. What's his name? Big Lori Lightfoot? Brandon Johnson. But we got bigger problems. Dan in Salem, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean, you know what I would do if I was Netanyahu? I would tell the Palestinians, if you want me to cease fire, if you want to cease fire, you gather up all those terrorist Hamas leaders and all the little gangbanger punks that are with them. Bring them to the border with all the hostages, and then there'll be a ceasefire. What do you think? Dan, what I would do is find out what uh, what massive high-rise development they're partying in with a bunch of uh, American hookers, and I would bomb it. <laughs> I would then, then, and then if I was asked about it, I would tell them that the Taliban tried to fly another C-130 Hercules. Thank you, Dan. In the meantime, what else I would do is I would remind people how Germany, the most sophisticated country in Europe, arguably, the most advanced, scientific, and all full of culture, was the country that spawned the Third Reich. And what followed was a Holocaust. Now we're a little different. We're in the middle of a Holocaust. And the cowards 
in our country and abroad refuse to call themselves what they are, the Fourth Reich. And I would remind people exactly who's in charge. And then I would send an email to robinware456 at gmail, this stupid son of a dog-headed gmail account. Democrats don't care. They just want in on it. All right, we'll be back after this. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Where you see the support for religious zealots, Islamo-Nazis, eco-Nazis, and the rise of government supremacy in the Fourth Reich is, unfortunately, in this arena of so-called education, when what it really is, is misinformation. And what they're building are useful idiots. And what you're seeing happen here is exactly what happened in Germany in the 30s. And they thought they were the cutting edge of science, culture. mind, a noble and courteous bearing in the conduct of life. These are the connatural qualities of a large knowledge. They are the objects of a university. But they are no guarantee for sanctity or even for conscientiousness. They may attach to the man of the world, to the profligate, to the heartless. Yes, to the heartless. It is the purpose of these annual Holocaust remembrances, as it is the purpose of the nearby Holocaust Museum, not only to honor the memory of the six million Jews and three or four million other poor souls caught up in this 20th century terror, but also by keeping the memory of their tragedy painfully alive to prevent its happening again. The latter can be achieved only by acknowledging and passing on to our children the existence of absolute, uncompromisable standards of human conduct. Mankind has traditionally derived such standards from religion. And the, and the West has derived them from and through the Jews. Those absolute and uncompromisable standards of human conduct will not endure without an effort to make them endure. Think about that when you watch the evening news tonight. Think about that when you watch the mayhem and the chaos. Think about where they're located and who is supporting them. And then remember, we're still going to win in the end. We're the only country based on the unalienable rights of you. Not politicians, not government, not colleges, but you. If you're in the uh, city of Chicago this weekend, keep your head on a swivel or drive an armored car. In the meantime, go in there only when you have to. If you're there, honey bunny, don't. Stay outside long. In the meantime, remember, we win in the end. We're Americans. Cue the music, Squirrel.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.